Welcome to Monday Morning Homilist. I'm Father Manny Alvarez. And I'm Jorge Santibanez. Every Monday morning, we dive deeper into the previous Sunday's readings and homilies. And towards the end, we veer off to talk about life and definitely talk a little sports. Enjoy. Good morning, Father. Happy Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving week. Short week. Short week. Thanks be to God. And or for the children in school, no week at all. That's, don't, don't we won't start. go there. I don't no, I mean, I saw yesterday at mass. Whenever we give them a, a long weekend or a vacation or something, and we t- and we said it once, not, not once mm-hmm. but twice on Friday. There's no vacation from mass. Yet when I walked in, you were at nine o'clock yep. mass for the children. It was ghost kind of, town. You know, we did. It was a, a little uh, health, healthy-ish crowd, but, but not not, uh, not the usual. Yeah. So, yeah, I prefer. I, I like I like this short week because you know, first of all, it's three day work week. Who doesn't like a three day work week? And uh, and then Thanksgiving on Thursday, and 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 really, when I was in school, it's like yeah, you you went to class, but it was like you know, popping a movie, mm-hmm. or in my case, you know, popping the reel. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't have VCRs when I was in elementary yep. school. There, there's not a, a whole lot of. Uh, of heavy lifting going on in the classrooms. No, um, but there's heavy lifting going on here in the church because we are preparing for a lot of things this week. You know, it we got is, Advent on Sunday. It is the end of the liturgical year, uh-huh. so we're about to to flip everything over to the to the new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Missalettes coming back. That's that's Missalette. always you know every, every little every little thing we can celebrate. We're getting excited about the stupidest things. Yeah, well, I mean, these are things that that have been gone from the pandemic, but it coming back. It, it's we, slowly, we, slowly coming back to life. Have, now, now my worry is that we were being giving them out for so long. People are going to. Yeah, I, I said yesterday, take them with please them. don't take them with you. <laughs> so uh, I don't, I don't know how we're going to, but it's going to be good because it, people are going to have the missiles in front of them. You know, the prayers, all that readings. You know, it's going to be wonderful. So that, this, we'll start this time. This time of the year is always uh, exciting. We have the. The nativity's going up front in, uh, of Comber Hall. You been, gave me, you told me something on Sunday on Saturday that was hilarious when they were building it. Yeah, you, uh, thank God Renee put the roof on there before uh, before leaving for the weekend because when it's just the the backbone and the the little part that sticks out to hold the star, it looks like a hangman's gallows. <laughs> and I, ugh. I mean, before we used to hang the star before the weekend, so at, at least he put the roof on there. <laughs> Yeah, know. welcome to Church Little Flower. Here's our hangman's gallows. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you know, that's where we hang the sinners out, out there. No, thank God that's not what we do. But, you know, so we have so many things going on, and, 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 and you know, and, and, and it's little things. In fact, today, uh, I had my, uh, my, my assistant put it in my calendar last year because last year, for whatever reason, we couldn't find good Christmas trees. For the you know, and mm-hmm. so today it says, and, and we haven't talked. I was going to tell you this before we started recording. Yep. It says on my on my calendar, get, get Christmas, Christmas all in capitals, all right. in capitals. Get I, it's on yours also. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, who, who, I, I don't who know goes, who who picks up the Christmas tree. That's, I know that's, that's you're a, looking at them. Yeah, I know. But I'm but I'm saying is, have we seen? I haven't seen Christmas tree. Have you seen Christmas trees? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, okay. the supplier we usually get from opened up uh, last week. All right. So I mean, you're not going to see them in church for a couple of weeks. Right. We'll keep them in in, in a nice in, cold in place, cold cold in, place, and in, in water. Of water, you know, until. But, but but the thing is, we couldn't. We didn't. We didn't like the Christmas we got last year, so we we're like, we gotta get them early, get the good ones. Yep. So we had to go out and get them. So all these things are happening as we finish the liturgical year. And yesterday, what we celebrated Christ the King, a, a beautiful a beautiful solemnity that was, believe it or not, it's not an ancient one. It started in 1925 by Pope Pius XI, when. 
He created the feast when he saw, you know, the rise of communist states, rise of secular states, and said, you know, it doesn't matter. Governments come and go. Mm-hmm. And he wrote an encyclical about this. Governments come and go, but Christ will always be king. It's like that that uh, bumper sticker we see every election cycle. Yeah. Right? Who, no matter who's president, uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ is king. Is king. And, and, and it's good for, to remind ourselves yep. that because we put so much stock into these things. But we need to put more stock into that Jesus Christ is king. And Jesus Christ, as I said yesterday, during the homily, has to be the king of our hearts. Yep. Uh, yesterday was wonderful because I, I said to the, you know, I, I celebrated the children's mass. And we haven't been able to bring the children up for, for the homily around the altar since before the pandemic. So now that things are starting to loosen up a little bit, I, I said to the parents, you know, parents, if you're comfortable with it, mm-hmm. send your children up. And I had, what, a good 30 kids up yep. there, 35 kids. Uh, choir was there, so that helped from the school. Uh, so that was wonderful. And the beauty of doing a children's homily is that you never know what you're going to get. You come in with a set ideas, and sometimes it's harder to prepare for that than for, an, for a normal homily. But you come in with a set of questions you want to ask the kids, and, and you I have no idea what they're going to say. Know, and you don't know what you're going to, you know, sometimes <laughs> they're going to say, you know, you, you always think, think as a preacher or as the adult that they're going to say one thing and then, mm-hmm. and, and then you take it into the religious one. But sometimes they say the religious answer. Yeah. And you're like, wow, blown away. So, well, there was one little boy there that you called on several times mm-hmm. and, and he was answering exactly, I knew what you were asking. Right. And I'm like, they're not going to answer that. And, and he hit it every single right. time. No, there, <laughs> that, by the way, that little boy was visiting. He is Grace's, uh, your catechist, Grace's uh, uh, grandson. There you go. That we're visiting. So his grandmother teaches well, him well prepared. And, and his father as well. <laughs> so so I asked, you know, what we you know, what what constitutes a king, what what brings us, what 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 makes a king. And they were, you know, saying, you know, someone who I love, someone who land, someone who owns land, someone who is lord over a land. Mm-hmm. Then one said, someone who, you know, calls to, to account, you know, this is very yeah. biblical, yep. those who owe things. Mm-hmm. I go, that, that's from one of the, Jesus' parables. Hey, now. And then, and I said, okay, so if Jesus is king, what kind of king is Jesus? And their answers blew me away. And one of them said, he's a loving king. Yeah. You know, because yesterday we celebrated Jesus as a servant king. And that's something the church has always proclaimed, especially on, on that on that solemnity. Mm-hmm. So for the children to come to their realization on their own, and that's something for us to be able to come to that realization that he is a loving king, a king who is unlike others, a king who doesn't lord over us, even though he is lord, and we should allow him right. to lord over us. Uh, Bishop Barron said that's why we say dominus. Dominus means dominate, you know, kind of you get dominate comes mm-hmm. from that. You know, we should allow, and he said, we should allow Christ to dominate our hearts. We should allow Christ to have dominion. Again, comes from there to have dominion in our ha- in in our hearts. So, for when we say Jesus is a loving King, and I asked him, where is his throne? And one of them, you know, Matthew Bible said the cross. You know, and and they're looking at him. So it was beautiful just to hear the children and their concept of King. And and I and I related to you know jumped fast forwarded a month. Saying, okay, you know, what we celebrate during Advent, we're looking forward to, you know, the newborn king. That's what we're looking towards. And so all of this comes together, and that's why this time of year is so beautiful, and that's why, you know, we're so excited to to, to have Thanksgiving, to to begin Advent, and to get into the Advent and Christmas season. You know, that, that's what I wrote about in, 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 in this coming weekend's bulletin column. Yeah. 
You know, and you you emphasize you know making Jesus king of our hearts, and I think that's the real challenge because it's it's almost easy you know, to view Jesus as this external king, right, king of the universe, you know, mm-hmm. creator of the world, right? He's up there in heaven and and separate from me and and rules over everything, and and yet it's kind of easy to to envision that to you know to to make sense of that external to us, but the real challenge is you know making allowing Jesus to become you know king of our individual hearts king of our family king of our of our you know of our parish uh, you know speaking speaking here as as uh you know as employees of of the church and administrators of the church you know to to really internalize this sense of Jesus is should be needs to be the heart of everything absolutely and when we do that then everything else falls everything falls into place everything falls into place where it should be because we get into trouble when he is not king we get into trouble when he is not the center of our lives when he doesn't have dominion over our life when he doesn't dominate our life like i said it sounds very it has kind of like a dom a, a negative connotation you think of dominating, oh, you know, this football player dominated, yeah. you know, or, or or this person dominated, or or like uh, a, an employee over, over a maid. Mm-hmm. That employer dominates their, their employees. No. When we talk about Jesus, we know that yeah. he is not going to dominate us in an oppressive way. You and I were both at a wedding on, on Saturday where at Father Pedro Corses, who was both our vocation mm-hmm. director uh, for both of us, said something very beautiful, you know, he read the same gospel that I read at every wedding, which is, you know, I no longer call you servants, I call yeah. you friends. Jesus, you know, it's a little bit stra- stronger than in, in, in John's translation. He said, I no longer call you slaves, because mm-hmm. a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends. So this is a king who, yes, we want him to dominate hearts, but it's he's not going to impose his will right. on us. What he's going to do is offer us love, offer us mercy. He may... Take us where we don't think we want to go, but wherever he does take us, we have to trust that wherever he takes us, we are going to find joy, we are going to find peace. And that's why we need to allow him to take over and to be the dominus, to dominate. You know? And you know, it's and it's beautiful that it uh this celebration, this uh solemnity comes right on the heels of Thanksgiving. And I want to ask you something special that you do every year, uh, which is a beautiful habit of you know, kind of stepping aside uh, and, and really fostering this sense of, you know, Jesus is the heart of everything, where, where I'm not, uh, you know, the, the master of my own world, where, where, you know, Jesus Christ is in charge here. Because every Thanksgiving, and you've been doing this for I don't know how many years now. Since I started that in November of 2004. Yeah, and, and I look forward to, to reading this every year. I know the, the kids in our school know that you do this, but I don't know how many, uh, how many people actually know you put together annually a list of 100 things that you're thankful for, so, and you release that every Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, so the genesis of that was, and I saw her, actually I saw her recently at a wedding. One of my former youth group leaders, uh, she was in, in high school at the time. She was, a, I want to say, a sophomore or junior in, a junior, uh, she was a sophomore in Carrollton at the time. And, and she comes to me and says, Father, look at this. Uh, that we did in, in theology class, we, you know, our teacher told us to take out a piece of paper and to write down 100 things that we're thankful for. And all of us looked at her like, what are you not seeing? And, and she said, well, we have to always have, I mean, she, I, she didn't go into the explanation, mm-hmm. but I realized right away, 
what I explain to the kids is that we always need to be have grateful hearts and be grateful for so many things. Like we were talking earlier about the missalettes. Yep. Something a little absurd, yep. <laughs> but you know, maybe it'll make my list this year. Who knows? Because uh, I haven't done it yet. I usually do it the, on Wednesday. The return I, of normalcy. I, I usually, I usually do it. I usually do it on. I, I, pro- I think I wrote that last year. <laughs> it took us a the, year. The hopeful return. The, yeah, the, the slow, steady. So, <laughs> so I started that in two thousand four, and I wrote it, and and it just so happens that that year, I mean, I was in my first parish, and, and excuse me, that Thanksgiving, uh, I was alone in the parish because, you know, unfortunately, my my pastor's sister had passed away in in Spain, so he had to go, and I was, you know acting pastor mm-hmm. during Thanksgiving weekend. And, and it was like me celebrating a big mass for the parish by myself for the first time. I would always can celebrate, but never was the main celebration. Even during Holy Week, you mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know, even you would always celebrate all the masses and services. So he would, uh, so I did that. And and since we had, I did that with the, the youth group and I did it with my eighth graders that year, who was the class of 2005 and, I am going to witness the marriage of one of them coming up in February. And so I'm thinking of their, their lists were, were, you know, the first time we did that was their lists were extraordinary. And I, and I want to, and I've been keeping lists here and there of my favorite ones because, you know, I, I'm doing that with sister Sean Pauline, our English teacher, and it's an English assignment. And for us, it's a way of, of diving deep into the hearts of these children. And we got some really deep things. So not only do I do my list, but a week because now it used to be the day before, you know, Thanksgiving that yep. we would celebrate the last, the Thanksgiving mass. Now it's the Friday before Thanksgiving, so almost six days before. Uh, that I take all their lists, and I have eighty eighth graders, so I take eighty lists, read eighty lists. So that's eight thousand things, things that they are thankful for. And let me tell you, this year these kids, maybe because of what they've gone through in right. terms of the pandemic, it was so very deep. Even my sister Sean Pauline. Now there were kids that you know, you know, they're, they're teenagers like to copy and paste, and 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 I, I sent you. One. Oh, there was some. There, <laughs> there was some there gold. Was, there, there was some gold. In there, there was there was one kid you could tell. I guess he copied off a, fre- a, a female friend of his, oh, and man. and he he put, okay, he was thankful for makeup. He yeah. was thankful. For, he was thankful for a co- I mean, no, some put thankful for coffee. A lot of kids, I'm you know, it, for coffee. No, but I'm saying, but, that's, but, that's but the kids are 13, if, if, if they're from certain <laughs> countries, they, they drink coffee at a very early age. And then he said, he was, I said, I, he was thankful for wine. So I was like, wait a second, you know, and, and listen, in Spain at 13, they drink mm-hmm. wine like, if, like if it was water, I'm not advocating it folks, just making sure, just letting you know. But, but we, we caught him and said, uh, you might want to do your list again. And there were kids that, that, that just, you know, went through basically I, I, every year I have at least one boy that just basically lists his Xbox video yeah, game video collection. game collection, <laughs> like Minecraft One, Minecraft Two, Call of Duty this, Call of Duty that, and I'm like, oh come on, dude. So and Sister Sean Pauline always says to them because they th- give thanks or they just go through the roster of the ca- class. Right. I go if you're gonna name a friend, list a quality of friend right. that makes you thankful for that, and that was also very enlightening as to who my students are, and I always learn. So much for them. But when it comes to, you know, at least when I sit down to do it, for me, it's it's a beautiful and a prayerful exercise in delving deep into, and also kind of doing an examine of the year. Mm-hmm. Because we give thanks for everything that's happened this year. And last year was very difficult, obviously, doing it after coming through the pandemic. But also, but at the same time, it came easy because 
you're looking back and saying, you know what? Despite all the adversity you went through, right? We still get to say thank you. And and I was thinking about that this morning. I I read something I wrote years ago. I go, I'm always awed by people who suffer so much and still are eternally grateful. That may have suffered a loss in the family. You know, my 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 brother died a week and a half before Thanksgiving. You know, so and yet we celebrated Thanksgiving. And I did my list that year. You know, so it was like, you still, even when you are in the depths of despair, we need to say thank you. Yeah, and, and, but that's that's the beauty of having, you know, again, to, to go back to this idea of Jesus as, as king of our hearts. Jesus gives us redemption and, and joy and, and goodness and everything that flows from the heart of Jesus is, you know, incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so when he's at the heart, you know, we can we can look at, you know, at heartbreak. We can look at at loss. We can look at death through a through a different lens, if you will, th- than what the world says. You right. know, because because the world looks at, you know, a, a, a loss or you know something didn't go wrong and says that's a failure. Right. And Jesus says, no, that's that's a that's a, a, a doorway to something new and better, and and I'm going to take that and and transform it for you and change it for you. So that's the beauty of having Jesus really as as this this king with. Who, who dominates our heart, that dominion that we talk about, where it changes the way we look at everything. So here's where we are on this Monday of Thanksgiving, where, you know, I don't know how your work schedule is this weekend, maybe a little bit lax, or maybe working from home because the kids are home or whatever it is. But this, this week is special. It's a three-day week, and then you have Thursday, and then you have the, the day that shall not be named after after Thursday. You know, that that's all materialistic, and but but Jorge and I will be looking for... The techie deals and all hey, that stuff. So there's always something good. Out but there. <laughs> but no. But here's where we need to be this week. Uh, it's so important for us to realize that Thursday's so special, and as a Catholic people, it, it, Thursday should not be different because we give thanks every time we go to mass. You know, I just celebrated mass. You know, you know, several like 15 minutes before we started mm-hmm. recording, and you know, people come every day to give thanks. People come every day because the Eucharist definition in greek is giving thanks is thanksgiving so thanksgiving day for the catholic is is some is something that should not be foreign to us every time we approach our lord every time we approach the king we say thank you we should be grateful Mm -hmm. we are grateful for his love we are grateful there's one uh student that wrote i am thankful that god sent his son to give his life for us He's basically quoting, you know, John three sixteen, yeah. you know, but in a different way. I am thankful that God sent His Son to give His life for us, so that I might, ha- I might have eternal life and live a loving life here on earth. See, that was like, wow, that was so so strong, and it also shows the influence of the sisters mm-hmm. on the students because so many students, Sister Jean Pauline, who loves Saint John Paul II so much, she gives them little videos mm-hmm. and snippets of things that he did and said you know, during his life constantly, even in her English class. And it has evolved into a love of these children for a saint that they never met because 13 years old, these students were born after he died. Mm -hmm. So they never knew a world with John Paul II. Now, all these kids, they're looking in the right direction. They're saying, you know what? I have to be grateful. Right now, I was at at, at, uh, one of my students from last year I was at uh, their 15s yesterday, and, you know, they have a speech, and, and it was just gratitude for her life. 
and it was also her great aunt's birthday at the same time, so they kind of celebrated both. Yeah. It was her her great aunt turned seventy last year, so we were like seventy plus one because they didn't get to celebrate her seventieth in a big way because of the pandemic. But they were so grateful that they could do this. They were so grateful that they could say thank you, Lord, for the gift of my daughter mm -hmm. who just turned fifteen. So even all of these things, that's where our mind should be geared to. Yeah, we want to jump ahead. And mm -hmm. think about Christmas. We want to jump ahead and think about what happens after Thanksgiving. We want to jump ahead and think about Christmas vacation and New Year's and all that. You know, live in the moment and say, Lord, let me concentrate on this and give you thanks. For the gift of this week, of the short week, for mm -hmm. the gift of being able to celebrate Thanksgiving Day. Now, I have a quick question for you. Sure. At what number do you usually hit the wall? Because when, when oh, you're, when you're making this list. Because, <laughs> I mean, you think 100 things can't be that can't right. be that difficult. And then you actually, I've, I've yeah. done it a handful of times. Yeah. And it's hard. I have like former you, students that still do, that still do it. I, we, it. Uh, the, the, the best one we did, I was actually, we were celebrating Thanksgiving in North Carolina with uh -huh. my, with, at my brother's house. They had nothing to do. So you just, you know. So, so we, <laughs> and they had a massive pumpkin. Okay. So what we did as a family, just throughout the day, every time, you know, something came to us like, oh, I want to give thanks. And we would. Write it on the pumpkin. Nice. So, so by the end of the day, you know, and it, we were just going in circles around cool. the, the pumpkin, and we had this pumpkin of everything that we, as as an entire family, and this is, you know, my parents, my brother, my sister, my brother's family, you know, Angie and, and the kids, and it was beautiful to have this, you know, this giant pumpkin with everything that we are collectively thankful for. I mean, there was more than a hundred things on there, but but that was just a neat exercise, a a, a really interesting way to celebrate. Thanksgiving because it, it was it was really a day long reflection, you know, where, where it was fresh on our mind and oh, you know, I I, know, I didn't write this on the pumpkin, so so let me go write that. So, you know, you think hundred things is pretty easy. Well, yes. Where do I hit the wall? And then and then you start doing it. Yeah. It, and, it, and then you're starting to like stretch things. No, it it, it depends. <laughs> it depends on two things. It depends how I am that year, and also depends when I do it. If I do it late Wednesday night. You know, when I'm tired or something like that, yeah, you're going to hit a wall eventually. And also, it also depends on if I am in a prayerful mood. Yep. Now, there may be piecemeal that I, like, I'm, I know the list is coming up. So, like, just look down on my notes and I wrote two things down that I thought about last week while I was doing the list of the mm -hmm. kids, not copying anything the kids said, but something that reminded me of thing, things that I'm thankful makeup for. Makeup and coffee. <laughs> yeah, makeup and coffee, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, I don't use either. So, it's like, um, but it's, it should the the reason behind the exercise is to show us that we should be you know we should be able to list more than a hundred things things that we take for granted things that we don't think about things that you know that are deep and I try to go deeper and sometimes they're humorous and sometimes they're like you know like yeah we're thankful we're thankful for so many things and that's where we need to be this week that's where our hearts need to be this week and ask the Lord to help us to send His Holy Spirit to give us a grateful heart. Because if we have a great, and we will have a grateful heart if we go back to what we said at the beginning of the episode, that if Jesus reigns in our hearts, then our hearts will be grateful. We see Jesus in the gospel saying, I give thanks to you, Lord God, Father of heaven and earth. You revealed these great things to the little ones. He gives, he's giving thanks to his Father. And so we have to imitate our Lord and King and be grateful in everything we do especially this week when we celebrate Thanksgiving Day. Yes! Yes! The you! The you! The you! The you!
a running back. Wow. That's your fiance's boy. Exactly. It's yeah. a no-brainer. He's a Hall sentence. of Famer. That guy just... No, but... Just... No. Get out of here. What was that last night? What's up? It's all about the U now? Again? Tyler Van Dimes, baby! They have a, they're making coins. Are they? Tyler Van they're, they're Dimes. Making, they're making coins. Ashley just joined us. And, uh, Hello, everybody. So we have... Who cares who the coach is? we got Tyler Van Dimes. <laughs> <It's> your boy. <laughs> How many games of 300 yards in a row? Five, five in a row. Wow, that's... That's impressive, and it's not just it's not just the yards. It's the it's the multiple touchdowns, three or four touchdowns each yeah, game. Yeah, no, he's he's throwing strikes, and and and, and this is the problem. And this oh. is the problem is that they and, they, those, and, and you can apply it to both football teams. They need to open up and just, just beautiful, like literally dimes, man. Just in, in the in the in pouring the rain. rain and hit them in stride. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't have to hold up. No, that Brashard Smith. Bomb down the down the right side. That line. was beautiful. Though my oh. car, Mark Carly had to wait for a little bit. He was so far behind the defense that he was like, "I got plenty of space out here," you know. So, yeah, look, look at that. Um, doing UM. great. It's, who who thought who who would have we imagined got, we'd be bo- so positive on the Kings? not against Virginia Tech either? I mean, you're talking <laughs> about no, powerhouse. but Virginia, Virginia Tech came in. You know, they, they've had a bad year. They fired their coach last week, and yeah. you know they they came in and but and they always give us problems and. You know, it looked like they were going to start creeping back in at the end there. I said, but be, you know, I said beware of Manny Ball. Oh, because, yes. he, yeah, he was telling me that during halftime. Because we, I forgot, we were up a significant number yeah. over in half. I mean, we scored on our first four drives. We had 28 points going in halftime. And, but they're they're just playing great. And it was senior night. And, you know, it wasn't a big crowd, which is, un, you know, unfortunate. It was pouring rain. You know, yeah. you, you, you know, Jorge couldn't go because we, he had a wedding. And his family couldn't go because they had a wedding. So they sold their tickets, but there was not many people. They said 40,000. I'm 40, like, give me a break. No, no I had no. tickets given to me. I couldn't even go. No, no, no. Get out of here. Yeah, it wasn't it was easy, though. You went on a road trip, I hear. I went to Isla Mirada. Yeah. Now, where where, where did you where did you eat in Isla Mirada? There's a lot of great Lazy food. Days. Lazy Days. That's a beautiful. That that's is a, the best. You ever been to Lazy Days, Jorge? Lazy Days, it's, it's a great little restaurant. It's an, at the end of Isla Mirada, and it has, you know, you could you, the snook. I mean, not the snook, the tarpons. The tarpons, sorry. Yes. I think I'm, I'm thinking of fishing You snook. know, I, we actually fed the tarpons at Robbie's and it almost took off my hands. Hey, now. Whoa, yeah. no, but, why, but here's the thing. Why would you feed them at Robbie's when you could feed them for free at Lazy Days? Well, it was dark by the time we got there. Oh, okay. You know, it gets dark at, what, 3 o'clock these days. Because at Robbie's, they come in, so that's a healthy, that's a healthy yeah. scratch Yeah, and then the there. pelicans, a new thing at Robbie's is they have these monster pelicans. I've, I've been going to Robbie's for years. Huge pelicans, and they attack kids. You ever eaten at Robbie's? I've never. I mean, I've, I, no, I've, I've never eaten at Robbie's. Experience. No, but Lazy Days. I took the sisters there. Did uh, you? When, uh, nice. Two summers ago, oh, nice I you. took the sisters there. Everybody had fish. But Sister Evan Luce, who's no longer, who's no longer with the, in, here at the sisters, she's she's in Los Angeles. She loves burgers. Oh. Okay, so they don't usually, you know, they're not big carnivores. So whenever we, you know, she, everybody that's having fresh fish, yellowtail, you know, grouper that Sasha got, mm-hmm. he goes, I have a blue burger, and I'm like, what? <laughs> But they enjoy. They were. They love because there's some nurse sharks down there with the tarpon. It's beautiful. And they're snapping. And you can't fish. And you're like, I really want to you fish know, and here. It's so close. It's only like it's less than two hours. We're talking fishing, us. so this is technically sports. Yeah. So there you go. That works. So, but no, but but that was on Saturday night, and Sunday, it's Ugh. Jets week, and we beat the Jets. We can go Owen. You know, we can go Owen's fifteen the rest of the but year. We beat the yeah, Jets. But you, but beat you the have Jets. to beat the Jets. It's just like you have to beat FSU, which we didn't this year. You know. 
Like this week, it's, you know, for a Florida and FSU. <laughs> Florida and FSU. <laughs> did, you, did you see what they're calling it? They're calling the, it the, uh, the eligible. The eligible oh, because no. they're both five and six. Whoever wins goes to a boy. Whoever loses. Goes uh, home. Stays home. Stay, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't go. Well, you know, it's in Gainesville. Who doesn't have, they don't have a coach. I did not. And I heard his record this morning was like 34 and 15 or something like oh. that. I I think he's a good coach. Yeah, he's had a bad year. It happens. But. It's this cutthroat world of the SEC yep. football. But the, back to the Jets and the Dolphins. Uh, MetLife takeover was strong. I, I've been there for, for several MetLife takeovers. I remember one year we had 10,000 fans in there. Oh, hands And down, we had 10, an entire, I mean, where we were sitting in the visitor's bench looking up to my, it was to my right looking up. And you could see just aqua and orange everywhere, even behind us, because they'll sit behind the visitors' bench. It was impressive on on a few, on penalty, t- no, on on a few penalty calls against the Jets. You could hear the, the yeah, stadium yeah. erupt. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. They, they heard that was okay. against New York. The penalties. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned penalties. Gesicki. Okay, so Gesicki is from Jersey, so he had his whole family no, there, no, no. his friends, and no. every they were like against him. They had a vendetta against. Uh, no, but like this was terrible. Uh, terrible my, calls. my 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 father texted me. Go the refs. Must, and this is Jersey. The refs must have action on the game. Because, <laughs> yeah, I know because because that that little because they they called Gasicki. It wasn't even a push up. His arm extended twice barely, twice. bare. And these were drive killers. And I'm seeing and some of these and some of these and by the way across the board all the games I saw yesterday, yeah. the officiating was horrendous. I didn't see much of the Dallas Kansas City game, but they called uh, Elair for taunting for literally as he's crossing the goal line he points to. A Dallas defender, flag for taunting. Later on in another game, I saw a, a, a video. Yeah, a, a guy got in a fight and he punched the stomach of another dude that was on the ground. Oh, terrible! So you get 15 yards for pointing and 15 yards for taunting. <sighs> for, I mean, for punching a guy. And I'm like, the officiating—it's getting a little too much. In the day, they're human, right? We know Re- that. No, they are. It's like, listen, what's really going on, though? And referees—they they do cost you. I, I've seen, yes. I mean, I've seen it in person on the side. It does, you know, a PI, a OPI or DPI doesn't go your way. And, 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 and that's a big chunk of holding call. There's holding on almost every play. But they called play. it both ways, but it was so intentional. With no, the there team. was, there was one that a Jets receiver, it was third down for us. And a Jets receiver kind of like grabbed our, put his hands. And in fact, the coach explained, you see the coach explaining to the Jets coach yeah. and my father was like, yeah, that was kind of also yeah. questionable. It was off. It was off. But they, the Jets eventually became the Jets, and 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 it was they were right. I said, you know, everybody's like, oh, we're, they're starting Joe Flacco. I go, Joe Flacco. He's a veteran. He's a he veteran. He would know, us. and he knew how to maneuver around that defense, yeah. which Baltimore did not. You know what I liked is going into the game, we had the most blitz in the league. Yeah. So not that we blitzed. We didn't Joe do it that much like We like did Baltimore. that one where, you know, he fumbled and then Christian Wilkins oh, that, yeah, recovered. Yeah, you, you so, yeah, so Christian Wilkins was like 300 but it, pounds. But, it, but, he got, but he got 30 yards. He wasn't at 10. He got back to the 30 he or 40. To bring it home. I wanted to see him bring it home. He, he's I called too. the thick six. The big I'm like, big man not, rumble. We do not yeah. practice this in practice. We do not do but, this. But you get Christian the ball and you Wilkins, sit on it. Christian Wilkins, he plays fullback for us. I love him. At some point, they're going to hand the ball to him. It's going to happen. At some point, and that man... He's a big Hamilton fan. He one time he did that whole thing about Hamilton really? in training camp. Yeah, it was really really cool. And it was our first round draft pick a couple years ago from Clemson. And uh, no, but our defense, you know, we're, we have Carolina coming in this week, and yeah, really want to beat Cam Newton. Don't like Cam Newton. You're not a fan. Uh, no, I one time 
One time, he, uh, I was on the sidelines when he came down here, and we a game that we should have won. And he walked in like if he owned the place. He always does. Which, that. which is, is which is which is fine. Leaders. Which is fine. You know that's his bravado. It's his mystique, and it's worked for him. He was MVP of the league, led his team to a Super Bowl, and now he's back in Carolina. Lost to his former coach yesterday. Washington uh, beat them, and now he's coming. But so, anyways, back to that game that we beat us all those years ago. He this is when we still had LeBron, and so he scored a touchdown on a, on a touchdown run, and started doing the you know LeBron you know pushing no. the earth down like with both hands. <laughs> Going down, and I'm like, nah, dude. And th- and this was still early in the game that you know we took the lead back, and then and eventually they they won the game in a squeaker. But yeah. it was like, uh, you know, we everybody was just booing him, and so and, and here's the thing: we talked about it. You know, this was a stretch. Yeah, this we was have a stretch. To go strong. We could make the playoffs, father. We no, Armando Salguero spelled it out yesterday in his I column. Saw that. I I he's like it's possible because we were talking about okay, we have Carolina this week. Giants the following week, we by right. week, okay, I think we'll win that one. I, we're, we're favored Maybe. by seven, seven, I think. All right, then we have, after the bye week, the Jets again here. Yes. The Saints are a shell of themselves. Yes. I, that was going to be a tough game, but Jameis is, I think he's out for the year. That's what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, he's out. So, Simeon looked terrible yesterday. Just terrible. And uh, they got waxed by Philadelphia. And so. And Tennessee. And now, lost. that's, that's. That's the key game because because what I'm hoping if we win all our games, no, the last game of the year is here against the Patriots, who right now this morning are your AFC East leaders. Who knew? They're saying Bill Belichick might be coach of the year. He hasn't been coach of the year since 2012. That's he should be. Because rookie quarterback, looking better than all the ones that were taken in front of him. Yeah, you know, San Francisco was terrified that. They, that the, the fans were terrified that their team would take Mac Jones with a third pick. Yeah, you know, and they took. Um, I'm I'm blanking on him. I'm I'm confusing him with no. That was the fourth pick, third or fourth. No, it was the third pick. I'm I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I'm kind of mixing him up with the one from the Jets. Anyways, so they were terrified that they were going to take Mac Jones with that pick because he's always a game manager and all that stuff. He's having a great year, and the defense is doing great. They went to, into into Los Angeles, beat the Chargers. We beat them. Uh, we, we won. We beat them. Don't forget opening day. We so beat them. So I think them. it's it's possible. It's possible. Let's I keep mean, it. Let's keep it going. Three games in a row, right? And things I liked about yesterday is that okay, Tua's first drive, we looked amazing. Oh, he was, was not that was scared beautiful. to throw the ball. Great, it was great. But then after that, do we need the Wildcat though? We don't. And we're not. If Jacoby's not running it, we don't need to run it. You know what I mean? Like, By the way, quick graphic came up and they took it down. Jacoby Brissett zero receptions, zero yards. I'm like. That's odd. It, it like literally <laughs> was a blink and you miss it moment. I'm like, really? Okay. But no, we don't need the walk. I go we keep don't. the hands, keep the ball in the hands of your best player, which is Tua. And that yeah. long touchdown to Gaskin. It barely reached. I was I feel okay. like it needed a little more wings First, on it. Not, here's the thing. He was under so much pressure. It's amazing yeah. that he completed it. No, he could complete that ball. It was fifty, I read it was it's a sixty-seven yard pass. It was beautiful. It was fifty-one yards ish in the air. In the air. Nice. But no, if you saw, if you see that play again, he is rushed, has to move to his right, to his left, which is his throwing hand, and yes. then really has to like, uh, all un- the mic to you set know. It. So that was that was yesterday. But 
we're great on that opening drive. We, we script good. it out. We look great. And then after that, we forget how to call the plays on the fly. interception really took the gas out of the tank. And then but Sanders he has one of those every day. Sanders misses. You, you're done with you. With, with, you, know, you started off the year. Your boy like, Sanders. Oh, my God. Best kicker in the league. This is my dude. <laughs> yeah, he's not like, having a good year. You know, he's Yeah, not, that was less than an extra point, that. Or just, no, a yard more than an extra point. And it was the thing is, like, he missed a kick against the Raiders. Like, he's missing crucial kicks. And it's like. And then it's the Raiders. That would have won us. You know, that. Yeah. Would have in the, in the long run would have maybe won us that game. So then, and then you know we have to get mention. This is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, uh, Jalen Phillips. Yeah, Jalen Phillips. He had a had bonehead a penalty. Game. He had a bonehead penalty. He did, that but then bad. he made that up was, for it. But then he made up for bad. it. He made up for it. <laughs> no, he did. He did. He did. So he looked good. That was like, oh, this is such a University of Miami penalty. <laughs> Tell me, tell me what college you came from without telling me what college yeah. you came exactly. from. Exactly. That, that's exactly what it was because Just he had him by, and he was trying to hold him up, and he's like, yeah, yeah I'm, done yeah. Him, I'm, I'm done with you. No. I mean, it's a light shove, and the guy sold it, and of course, he's going to get flagged, but But he's, he's flag definitely rolling. developing two players that I definitely see you know, making strides on the team this year is, is Waddle. Waddle leads all rookies with receptions. Waddle's amazing. Now, yes, I, I know a lot of them are short, but he made some crucial third count down catches yeah. and some tough ones, too. So, no, we're getting bang for our bucks in that pick. One thing I didn't like was his – oh, two things. I, one thing I liked was Coach Flo comes from Brooklyn. And right. his post-game show, he wore an FDNY shirt. It was beautiful. You know, oh, you know the story why, right? The, here, I didn't know this until this morning. I knew morning. he was from New York, and I yeah. thought it was respected. Let me, let me, I, have it, I have it here. Let me, I, I didn't know this either, but it is, it is, very, it, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, He's a, you know, like – So his uncle – who his uncle was was a uh, a New York City uh, firefighter, and Wait. and so uh, Tim Reynolds, our friend, you know, says Dolphin coach Brian Flores. You can see him in the post game press conference yep. wearing an FDNY ladder one eighteen. Oh, I didn't see uh, that part. Uh, fire, um, firehouse. A firehouse. I mean, he yeah. was wearing the t shirt. So Dolphins coach Brian Flores' uncle was an FDNY firefighter. Who was on sick leave? Who was on sick leave September 11, 2011, when his house ladder 118 was one of the first res- to respond to the World Trade Center? Nobody from ladder 118 came out of the towers oh that day. So Fleur's flow shirt today had meaning. To add to the significance of this, Brian Flores, who grew up in Brooklyn, Lake City, credits his uncle for introducing him to the game of football. Ladder 118 lost six firefighters that day. So um, when I read that, it's like, wow, respect. He's no, he's a great respect. guy and stuff. And but he he lit into the, the video that was posted, uh, that a fan took from behind the Dolphin bench. Him, just lighting up the defense. I mean, he was scorched earth, giving a, you know just going crazy and, and when things when the Jets tied the game yeah. uh, at fourteen fourteen. So the the Dolphins look good. It's always great when but did you um, see to his pants in the post game, Father? I have to make oh, mention. I, I I did not. So I'm we know sorry. Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam dresses to impress or this is not the to things impress. that we look for. Mm-hmm. But no, and you know, I like the post game, especially when we're winning and we're losing. I want to know what was going on. <laughs> Tua had Christmas pants on. Okay, good for him. With dogs in Santa hats. All right, let me look. Let me so look they said, Tua, <laughs> what's up with your pants? Oh, I'm a father of three dogs. Really? Oh, dear. Really? Oh, man. I'm looking for the picture. I can't you find see it. it. it was oh, so, yeah, yeah, here it is. Here it is. was so Cam Newton like. Here it is. Oh no! Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. No, this is not. No, Ashley, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm defending my my QB one. I am not allowing you to come Uh, into this uh, studio and just and compare him to Cam Newton. I'm sorry. Had a great game. I'm not. I'm not going to. But no, what's wrong? I mean, he's going. Would you wear that? Are you going to wear that? 
It's a it's a it's a it's a two and a half hour. It's a it's a short flight, That's but from, they, they're, they're flying out of New York. He's getting on a plane. Those are uh, those are Wayne the Pain pants right there. The, they yeah, Wayne <laughs> does wear the I pants like this does. in Duffy's. Shout out to Wayne. So yeah, no, I, I have no problem with him. And, just, and no, interview? but I look the pants isn't the first thing I look at. The the first thing I look at the is smile. what the smile on his face. He's happy. He has a, a he has time. such a great personality a and a great smile, and I really want him to succeed, and I want him to be our QB one. When you know, last night when when the Chargers blew that uh, big the lead against the uh, against the Steelers, the Steelers. I, I tweeted out, you know, Tua's never blown a be- lead this big, you know, because Justin Herbert comparison. Oh. I mean, yeah, you know, I go, I'm like, Ooh, and then, and literally two seconds after he throws that 80 yard bomb to Mike <laughs> Williams to win the game, uh-uh. and I'm like, Tua threw a bomb yesterday also to win the game. Yeah, you know, so it's like, you know, I'm happy with it. We're, I'm happy. we're good. We, we but. We'll end with this. If we put an offensive line in front of him, bar the doors, because then he has time mm-hmm. to go downfield. Offensive he had, line held. They, they held, though. He eh, didn't get sacked. He didn't, he didn't get sacked once. No, he didn't. But I mean, but, it, but he was throwing We're those quick passes. Jets, though, too. I didn't playing against the, no, but they have a good defensive line. Sure. They do. All right, George, you have breaking news for us. Well, no, not no, really. No. <laughs> no, we don't. No. According to inside sources, no. no. Well, we, we, have, we, both we, have, have, we both have inside sources. We have smoke and Coral Gables, though. There's uh, there's rumor that Tom Jurich is being considered heavily, or, or it might already be done behind the scenes, as the athletic director for the University of Miami with Alonzo Highsmith in a high-capacity role within the football program. And if that is true, watch out. Uh, so you and I both got texts. I got texts from a UM alum that had somebody on the inside that told me, he was actually at MetLife. He was in the metal line. He lives in New York. And he was at MetLife yesterday. Walking out of the stadium, he tells me, I hear we have an AD. And I looked at Twitter and I go, no, we don't. <laughs> and so he sends me a text of a screen grab of a yep. friend of his from the inside. Says, And he said, Tom Urich. Tom Urich, for those who don't know, is the athletic director at the, at the University of Louisville. And um, so some people are saying maybe he's the athletic director and Alonzo Heisman is director of football operations. And Alonzo Heisman, who has been a very successful mm-hmm. scout in this league, for many years with the Green Bay Packers, and I think Green Bay does pretty well for themselves, even though they lost a heartbreaker yesterday to the Vikings. And can you explain the Minnesota Vikings to me? Yeah, exactly. You can't explain them. <laughs> I, I know mean, they're in a song. You, you made a Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. Really? <laughs> you know that song. Uh, this is why we have Ashley on. I did not know that song. Okay, you, but you I, know I, that song. I go, so yeah, so Tom, Tom Urich, let's see what happens because a lot of things, but... What I want is for all our programs to do well. Yeah. We, UM Hoops took care of business yesterday, waxed FAMU, as they should, because had couldn't beat UCF, you know, blew a late lead to FAU last mm-hmm. week, and it was a squeaker, and they won with about one second left putting the layup. Uh, but UM Hoops needs to be doing better. I mean, with, football, and deservedly baseball. so, gets a lot of attention, yeah, but, but baseball, baseball down should here, be down here, just No, I'm just saying, dominate. we should be in the college world Perennial. every day. I mean, every year, so... It, all that. Well, the basketball down here is Miami Heat. Let's keep it that. No, exact. But oh. Miami Heat on 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 Saturday. Oh, your heart broke. Bam, bam. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you saw like reason. less than a second left. Bam, bam goes and shoots it. And no, it, and uh, I need I it saw, over. I saw the replay. that 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 heave. It hit the rim. Yeah. It hit the back of the if rim. If that went in, if that went in, I would have oh, gotten nuts. There would have been like Again. a minor earthquake in Miami <laughs> because everyone would have went crazy. Like. Everyone, it was no, fun. it was it was, but we blew a ten point lead. We're still okay. I'm no, we're fine. We're, we're fine. Totally we were okay. leading the the Eastern Conference. We'll, we'll be okay. Around. Did you see the fight last night between LeBron and um, I forget the name of the guy from the Pistons? No, that was a I big time. 
I heard he got he only got thrown out twice. He's only been ejected once. Once was against the Heat in 2017. Yep. Only I believe it was with Cleveland at the time, and now, uh, but that was a throw big time throwing throw elbow. No, I'm not elbow in the, and, and, and so. And so, but the uh, the other dude went after him like three mm-hmm. times. It was NBA. I'll tell you what else is going to be up. Everything happens in Detroit. Mouse to Palace, you know that. Oh, well, on Monday, what? next Monday. Oh, here we go. You're, you're, re- you're ready. Oh, I'm telling you're you. You're ready. Here we go. I'm we'll telling t- you. We're previewing this next Monday. So you, you don't hurt our voice like that at <laughs> yeah. home. I'm there telling you. The shirt's being made. Circle the date, November 29th. I'm That's telling funny. you. People are coming out. And Jokic's brothers apparently are coming to that game, too. Of course they are. Oh, the... I see Ashley. Ashley, please go nowhere near the Jokic brothers, please. (laughs) No, I'm not scared of them. I'm from Jersey. (laughs) Where are you from? What country? (laughs) No, it'll be it'll be good. Everything, no, everything in Miami sports is okay. You know, Panthers and the Panthers 10 0 and 0 at home. At home, we got to go to a game. Let's get the suite. We got to go. Let's go. Do we get the suite? Well, I've been. You know, people. I mean, I can't afford a suite. I haven't been to a hockey game in. No, I when it I lived in Broward, so I had I had a lot of fun. Peter DeBoer, who was my parishioner, Mary Hope Christians, who was a coach of the Panthers in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, yeah. um, and should not have been let go because the Panthers had been terrible no. ownership and management back then. And uh, sweetest family uh, you can possibly imagine, they would always throw us tickets. And when I was at Singapore, I would still get tickets from because uh, I lived in the area, so yeah. it was easier. Mm-hmm. The commute from up from oh, we yeah. from no, here it's, it's, up to Palmetto. We'll no, we'd have to leave at like noon or something like yeah. that. Do like, lunch at no, do lunch at Sawgrass. No, no, no complaints Cafe. So you heard so it here you first. We're closing the office early to go to a no hockey game. But we we got to go to a hockey we game. We would because, have so much fun. Bring no, but the but office. but but, but oh. it it is. A, I remember uh, my sister who had you know the, the Panthers started. She was just finishing high school and she was playing power forward, and she used to like rough and tumble and all that stuff and. And I took her to her first hockey game in, I think, 95 or 90. It was the year of our playoff run, of our Stanley Cup run. 95-96. And, and I remember us playing the Flyers and Eric Lindros uh, back in the 90s. And it was just so much fun. It was the arena, and everything was – we sat in the nosebleed. But even the nosebleeds in the Miami Arena, yeah. you know, happy memory. Where they were play? Miami Arena, which was – Where the Heat are where they No, where the Heat used to – where the See, Heat started. I, I'm learning you, the history. Yeah, yeah it, it, was th- here. it was literally three or four blocks mm-hmm. e- uh, west yeah, of where Atlanta, the arena is right yeah. now. FTX oh, Arena, and and in fact, the the, the vice jersey, not the ransom abomination jersey. that is right, the you know, ransom, the, the ransom that is right now. <laughs> I the, the 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 font the font of the vice jersey is how Miami was spelled on the wall the of Miami Arena. Yeah. Wow. It was called my, and it was a cozy, cozy little arena. What was that? Why'd they knock it down? That was an update on the computer. That is great. So I mean, I think that's God's way of telling us that we, we need to wrap up. this All up. All right, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Anyways, have a great Thanksgiving. Happy what are we? Thanksgiving. We haven't. We need to talk about this. All yes. right, all right. Hold on. Stop. Your go-to Thanksgiving side dishes. Father, I'm Italian and I have Crohn's disease. So oh boy. With that, I don't do the turkey. I don't do the stuffing. Traditional, well, we do a non No, the Italian. So, bread, pasta. But oh. my family, actually, what I found out is my family is very, catering from Honey Bank Ham. Very carb heavy. Yeah. So <laughs> Everything that's, that's Thanksgiving is carb heavy. So, you're speaking um, my language. My family, they are doing catered from uh, Honey Bank Ham, but then on Wednesdays, they're ordering from Honey Bank Ham with me. Nice. So, <laughs> always a confident. These are always uh, looking out for me. So, my family is very no. But it's favorite side dish. Bread, pasta. I'm gonna say it. Stuffing is overrated. Oh, I whoa! Never. It depends. It depends Stuffing's on. Stuffing's overrated. It depends on who makes it. No, oh, I, I, no. I, I. Is that your favorite? 
No, it's not. It's cornbread. not. Cornbread. I'm a, uh, give me give me all the cornbread in the world. Ooh. No, for me and my because here's the thing. My dad makes some good. Does he? He makes. He does. He does the, the mashed potatoes, and he's and he and he's, he spends all day on this. You know. Aww. Okay. He he. It's not just you know he lumps you know and it's not you know from a box right. It's the potatoes. He peels them. He mashes them. All that stuff. And he makes it big because you know big family and and we're eating this for a couple of days, and then he. Cuts up ham, puts it in, oh, the, in okay. the, then he puts some, you know, some cheese, some shredded cheese into it, okay, and then he makes that, and then he puts it in the oven and puts port wine cheese on top. Wow, look at that. So it looks like it looks like it looks like a lasagna. Yeah. Okay, when you take it out, <laughs> all right, and you, 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 I would believe it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that is the first thing we go to. My entire family, the first thing we go to, is mashed potato. Now stuffing. You know, so we're not candy yam people. We're not cranberry sauce people. We're not okay. Just you know, just checking because Thanksgiving food. It's all about that. It's all about that. It's all about football. But more importantly, it's all about giving thanks. And Father, what are you grateful for? Well, we talked about it in the first segment. Where you have to wait until Thursday. Okay. She, she wasn't here for the first no. segment. Oh, she did, yeah. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. The she tradition. don't want the list. What about the list? Up here. You make right. a list. I make a list. Oh, every year. Right. I like that. There you go. So. Beautiful. So we give thanks to God for so many things this year, and and uh, folks, spend your week thinking about what are you most grateful for, what are you giving thanks for this this Thanksgiving day, and know that you'll be in our prayers. And if you're traveling, please be safe. I know the two people here with me are traveling, so praying that they stay safe and you stay safe and and come home safely next week. And there's so much food. We talked about food, but before you you, you eat your food, take time, bow your head, give thanks to the Lord for He is good. For his love endures forever. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.